Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know, we love talking about sex and sexuality, which we do on all our shows, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. So are you looking for ways to enjoy a healthy sex life well into your 50s, 60s, and even your 70s and beyond that? Well, join the club because older people today are having more great sex than ever before. Now, whether it's the advent of Viagra that sparked the explosion of middle-aged sex or the more recent research into sex over 50, most sexologists seem to agree that with the right attitude and a few adjustments, no one is too old for sex no matter how long they live. Oh, yes. I love that. And I'm horngry all the time. Yeah, I know that. Yes, absolutely. I love being horn green. <laughs> now, before we get into our show, let's remind everyone uh, and invite them to join us at Naughty in Orleans, July 24 to 29. Naughty in Orleans is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world with over 1,300 couples. This event not only is a full takeover of two of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, it also takes over the world-renowned Bourbon Street as well. So check out the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page for more information on how to book your tickets for this crazy, fun, entertaining, and informative event in the heart of New Orleans. Yes, we're so looking forward to being there. So as you know, because you're tuned in, this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Carol is sitting here topless with her beautiful tits. We like doing shows a little um, naughty every once in a while. And we're so excited to introduce our amazing guest today. So our friends from Los Angeles are joining us today, Treva and Robbie, who are the hosts of Done Being Single. And they're both in their 50s, as we are. And of course, they're relatively newlyweds, as we are. And we have similar attitudes towards relationships, sex, health, and all the different ways that we like to talk about how to live happy, healthy, and always horny. Absolutely. So we've had Robbie and Trev on our show before. So guys, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Um, We know you have your own show on The Sexy Lifestyle Network called Done Being Single. But today we're going to be getting into the nitty gritty naughtiness of sex over 50. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great to be on your show. Sorry for laughing, or I can't, you guys kill me. Yes, (laughs) we love it. Laughing is uh, amazing, and it actually keeps everybody happy and healthy and horny because it's supposed to be the best drug in the world. It It is is the best foreplay. It is. We go to bed laughing, and we wake up laughing. Yes, because you're looking at Robbie all the time, right? That's (laughs) what he's looking at. So it's so great to have you back on the show. And I I really feel connected with you guys. I really feel we are on the same playing field, even though we're swingers and we go a little bit overboard. But you guys in your own minds, you're there. I'd love to see you and Trevor connected together, Uh like really connected, you and her. Your fantasies go on and on and on, David. But the cool part about our show today is we're both over 50. And they're not into the lifestyle. They're not swingers. And it's going to be interesting to chat a little bit about if our sex lives are the same or if our fantasies and adventures um, match up a little bit with uh, how it strengthens our couple and their couple all the time. But so many couples who've been together a long time, especially over 50, Boring. actually stop having sex. And that's such a, such an important part of, um, you know, intimacy is so important to keep your relationship together. So let's start off with that first question. And I think I'm going to throw this at Robbie. How important is intimacy in your relationship? Wow, that's a great question. I, I think it's very important. It's a, it's the physical connection of our emotional feelings. And so that enables us to connect uh, physically where we are looking in each other's eyes and loving each other and just expressing our love uh, in ways that we don't do when we are conversing. 
Now, now, do you guys, I know intimacy is important, but do you guys just ever get down to it and fuck and there's no passion or anything? It's just like, stick your cock in my pussy. Let's get it over with and get on with our day and just have that raw sex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No. (laughs) Really? It's always an intimate moment? It kind of has been that we are not monkeys that way. Uh, we are a little bit more uh, civilized in our lovemaking, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> or fortunately. You know, it's just it's just the way we are. We, we don't like you know go animal. We don't go ape shit. Like, no, just, that's like okay. just before our show today, Carol pulled down my pants. She says, let me suck your cock just before the show. We'll get a quickie. We'll, we'll continue with our all-day foreplay. She pulls th- down my pants. I get a little blowjob, and now we're talking to you guys. Do you ever do that kind of thing? Uh, well, no. We just have a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, you know, we are morning people. And that, okay, that so this is, be... this, is like a, this is what yeah. I want to get into because we're not your average – over 50 couple okay so uh, i mean i we really are not we're 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 so different do you want me to get into that now absolutely okay so first of all i am uh, a trainer okay i'm in the fitness business and i am up so damn early and i am so wiped out by the end of the day i can hardly keep my eyes open at night robbie's a night person he likes sex at night. I am oftentimes so tired that I it's turned into morning sex. So we're morning sex people. And, Trevor's in bed by nine. I o'clock. mean, I, I'm I'm so it's lights out. Right. So because I'm I'm up so early and I'm going 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 all day long. And so sometimes the timing of our sex we've got we have beautiful sex, but sometimes the timing um, can be a little challenging. It's usually in the mornings. No, but that's all yeah. great. It's whatever works, oh, it, right? It, it, and it, even if you make a schedule is. and you're on it, it's okay. It's whatever works for you guys. And that seems to be the, uh, I hate to use the word routine, but that seems to be what we have settled into and it's okay. And do you, ever, other... do you ever have that morning sex and like you miss work because it just gets so wild and monkey and crazy that you, it runs into lunchtime? In order for us to have at least uh, weekday morning sex, we would have to do it at four in the morning. Not at, there's a couple of mornings because I'm that out. Are I'm out. That, I'm out before six in the morning. On a couple of mornings, yes. Yeah. So it's so it's, early. it turns into weekend lovely weekend. It's okay. Sex. It's okay. We we are. And I'm I really need to work on that. I need to stay up uh, longer, so to speak. <laughs> Robbie doesn't need to. I need to stay up longer. You need to stay up longer at night so that you can have more connection in the evening and have a little bit more intimacy. Because, in fact, intimacy is what makes our relationship not platonic, makes us being a couple, you know, and not just being best friends. That's what adds to um, the whole dynamics of your relationship. And so you find your time that you have to make love and have sex and whatever it is that keeps that intimacy and passion going. So it's all good. And so, hon, in our relationship... Mm -hmm. Do you feel that whenever we fuck, it's an intimate moment, or do we sometimes have that raw? Yeah, of course. But intimacy is that no matter how you look at it, in my mind, intimacy is any type of physical activity that you wouldn't do with a friend. You know, you're doing it with your partner who is a sexual person. So you think every moment, every time we have sex, it's there's some sort of intimacy involved. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah, I absolutely. Agree. But David's also um, somebody who goes to bed earlier at night. And, you know, we have to catch each other at night before he falls asleep because he's the one who falls asleep first. But that's why we actually have sex during the day. We do. Yeah. Well, we work together. We're at home together at the same time. So we can actually have sex whenever we feel like it. Um, And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad because we think, well, we could do it any time. Next, you know, he's sleeping. (laughs) It's not that bad. It's almost that bad. I, I still get to sleep at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, well, 9.30. We, we need to look into that afternoon sex. <coughs> that could be the answer to everything, right? It uh, could be. It's definitely a, a nice idea. Breaks up we, the we, day. We, we have, but It it's... gives new meaning to the word cocktail hour. Ooh. Ooh. Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But you see, even at, 50, even at 50, 
we have to find time in our days to have great sex because, mm-hmm. you know, even though we're retired and we don't have kids at home, um, there's life and life gets involved and, and you have to find that time to get that intimate moment going and to actually have a good, a good experience. Yes. No, there's no excuses. No. I mean, we don't have kids. We are not, you know, we, we have no excuses. We should be banging all the time. And <laughs> We can, I guess, we just have to time it, the, you know, so that do I don't it. fall asleep on him or under him. <laughs> Not that I would. He never puts me to sleep. No. I mean, he does. He just, well, you know, that's what, the, you know, the beauty of a good orgasm. For me, I want to go to sleep after. Now, I'm just going to digress a little bit, and I want to do a shout out to Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, who's one of the hosts of, she is the host of the Conscious Living Sexuality Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. But Dr. Nancy advocates that feeling sexy has no expiry date. She talks about how we can all feel sexy at any age, and certainly over 50. So Treva, what is your secret to feeling sexy and staying passionate about your sex life? That's a great question. Uh, I am, I, I'm pretty fit. So I, it makes me confident about my body. Feeling fit and strong makes me feel confident and therefore sexy. Confidence is sexy. And it doesn't mean you have to be fit to be confident. I know a lot of women that are, you know, a little zoftig and maybe a little curvier than other women. And they have uh, incredible self-esteem and probably are wild in the sack because of it. I find that having, uh, feeling good about your body um, makes you definitely open up more. It makes you let go more. You don't have body hangups. You're not self-conscious. Um, that has been kind of a, that's come easy to me because I just have always been this way. It's nothing I've had to really work on. However, an interesting thing's been happening lately because I, a few months ago, I ruptured a disc in my low back mm. and have not been able to ex- exercise. And there was, there's been some times, interestingly enough, because I feel like I'm just going to, you know, to shit here. My body's just falling apart, and I'm feeling old and decrepit. And and there have been times where I've said to Robbie, "Am I still attractive to you? Am I?" You know, even though I look at my body and it's still pretty good, um, it's really kind of fucked with my head a little bit because in my mind, I'm, I because I'm aching and in pain, I don't feel sexy. And I haven't felt much like having sex because it's it hurts. It hurts to put my leg over my head. Not that I, <laughs> be, it, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like when he moves me around, it's yeah. been, ow, 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 uh, okay, stop it, stop, cl- slow down. And uh, so it's been an interesting um, kind of a psychological uh, it just it kind of messes with my mind that you know because I I'm not in, I'm not exercising therefore I can't possibly be sexy, which is not true. Right. So it, it it's a lot of uh, reassurance on my part, of course, at all times, and uh, uh, and and I'm happy to do that. Why are you women so hard on yourselves? I know, right? It's it just, just crazy. I know. I mean, you At know, every age. If you're not feeling good, Trevor, just lie on your back. I'm sure Robbie could find a whole bunch of things to do with his cock that you don't need to move at all for. His cock, his tongue, his fingers. There's lots to do, and you sit there and relax. He, he, uh, he does. He has. Have uh, you been watching us? <laughs> We've been there. I wish. You guys are so uh-huh. hot. Um, Robbie has a very talented tongue. Thank you, honey. Your tongue is one of the best in the business. <laughs> well, you haven't had David and, yet, so well, we'll have to prepare and, notes. And uh, no, no complaints there. It's fantastic. And yes, there were times in the last few months where I really couldn't do much, just just lay there. And he took care of business. So actually, that's that's a really important point, I think, for men to know. Develop your tongue skills mm-hmm. because regardless of what size you may be, it's Ain't the meat, it's the motion, but it, more importantly, uh, you also were given a, a tongue to not only talk with and taste with, but right. to eat pussy with. Oh, mm-hmm. I agree, 100%. So we are all about that. And we, and I, uh, as much as I like getting the high hard one, you know, I do, um, I think women, maybe, maybe, I don't know, I can't speak for all women, but we like, I, I have to have oral, I really hope my parents aren't listening to this. <laughs> Um, I hope they are. I uh, I need oral. Uh, it's <laughs> um, 
it's really important part of my diet. It really, I, it gets you there quicker. I find that is yes. like, that's, that's the foreplay actually is, is that oral. I like oral. It gets me there quicker. Oh yeah, for sure. We both love it. But you love sucking cock. I uh-huh. mean, it's, it's great when we have sex because you suck cock because you love doing it. Mm, I do it for me, not for you. Well, he, <laughs> he says he looks pussy for him. So like, we're, we're like, you, we're good. We're very there, compatible. Yeah, yeah. Just keep going. If you're enjoying it, just keep going. Cause it's getting me off too. <laughs> We love all that stuff. I love it too, except I have TMJ and it's been a little, um, <laughs> no joke. I mean, this, this getting older thing is just, I'm I have TMJ you, too. It's too much jerking. Okay. And I have, I have the real TMJ. So sometimes, <laughs> you know, and Robbie's huge. So <laughs> it's really, you know, my dog's out of whack, not because of him, but because uh, I, I grind it. I mean, I clench at night. Okay, so yeah, you're grinding, you're clenching, and he's huge. I'm getting, I'm getting the whole picture. Just here. open wider and take it to the back of your throat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I think uh, it's time for a quick break, and we're talking with Treva and Robbie. They're the hosts of Done Being Single. This is a show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. We're so happy to have you guys here with us. We're having a great time comparing notes about sex in our 50s. When we come back, we're going to find out more about how sex in your 50s can be hotter and steamier than ever before. So stay tuned. We'll okay. be right back. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're chatting with not only talk show hosts Trevor and Robbie from Done Being Single, but one of the hottest over 50 couples that we know out there who are not swingers. And now we're gonna start talking about our sex lives that really started to explode when we turned 50. Yeah, that's when we got married. We got married when we turned 50 and you know, David shaved his head. That was a big deal. And it's just so amazing. I love just stroking that beautiful soft scalp. So here we are, all of us 50. What about the rest of my body? Oh, yeah. Love like you all. shaved your pussy, but then I shaved my chest and I'm really manscaped mm-hmm. the rest of my body. Trevor, do you like a man that is totally shaved? Oh, you know, funny you should ask that because Robbie is sort of the first one I've ever known to be uh, kind of a manscaper. Yay. And uh, I love it. He takes a lot of pride in his presentation. And I will say that it's, it's kind of nice. It's clean. It's nice and aerodynamic down there. And <laughs> Trevor has finally caught the bug a little bit in that, uh, she started shaving now and uh, no, I'm not shaving. I'm waxing. You're waxing. No, I'm not just waxing. You're not, I've been waxing. You've been waxing, but you're, 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 well, sometimes I go little, all the way. Sometimes you go. And actually the first time you did it was for my birthday, like a few years ago. Yes, I surprised you. And you surprised me. And it was, I, I went down there and I thought, happy birthday to me. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Right. What did you do with my wife? That's <laughs> really fun. Huh? So, so you guys, you guys are getting to know a little bit about us. And, you know, we're very humble, calm, you know, into ourselves people. But um, 
I guess about six or seven years ago, Carol was going for laser hair removal on her arms and her pussy and all that stuff. And she says, why don't you come with me? And for the next 12 weeks, we did couples laser hair removal together. So the technician had me naked and her naked and was zapping both of us at the same time. Carol's holding my balls. I'm holding her pussy lips open. Yeah. Can you visualize that? Yeah, we were the only couple lasers, uh, laser couple patients, if you want to call it that, that she'd ever had. And she was like laughing every time we came in. I uh, totally see that because <laughs> I watch my waxer do that. And I, I always say to her, you poor woman, you poor, I can't, no, I what a job you have. Ugh. Oh my God. The weed whacker, the, the amount of blade. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea, baby, for our fifth. Uh, anniversary. Let's do it. They did 12 weeks. All right. So let's start now. By the time we get to our anniversary, we'll be completely hairless. So what happens after 12 weeks? Do you, then it's are you gone. done? Then it's gone. You're yes. Done. Yes. That's as so, so Robbie, I got to tell you something. If you go do it, there's that one point between your balls and your ass. You know that nice part when she puts her tongue down there and licks it and it's nice and ticklish? When that Isn't technician the- puts her laser machine down there, you go holy through the crap, roof. you go through the roof. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a reason to do it for Robin. <laughs> okay. Just take you your know, Tylenol I'm, before you get there. You'll I, be fine. Let's do it. And we'll have a new show called Done Being Harry. <laughs> Great. All right, let's. Uh, I'm going to get back to my questions because you know we are digressing a little bit. I'm going to say uh, let let's send this one over to Robbie. How much is uh, the importance of good health that you think contributes to your great sex? I know you've got an injury in your back, Trevor. So let's talk with Robbie and see what good health and how important that is for your great sex explorations. I, I think uh, well, I think it's everything. Uh, if if one of us is not healthy uh, physically, uh, it does affect the ability for us to be intimate and whether it's her back or shoulder or a knee or something you know we have to work around it or the the partner needs to be uh, receptive to it and show consideration and we do other things i guess to uh appease our partners but uh then there's the emotional and mental health aspect of it as well. That that's I think another is, episode. <laughs> but I think that's, that's, that actually has, uh, Let's you know, that. yeah, but that's an important part of it as well yes, because um, we can be uh, physically healthy, but emotionally a little raw from maybe having a fight or being uh, uh, thrusted into a conversation with maybe a parental figure or yes. something that causes – some issues mm-hmm. and that kind of takes us out of the mood. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a difficult thing yeah, to get yeah. into the mood when that has happened. Okay. And then I would like to add something about the health aspect of it in that diet. Diet is so important, you know, eating well. Um, it's not just for, for obvious, you know, cosmetic or vanity reasons or because you want to look good because you want to smell good too. And when you're not eating well, and when you've got issues, health issues, it's they they come out all over the place in terms of odor and breath and. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. So I just want to say that, and yes, I will say also that getting married at this age, when you get married over fifty, or when you get together over fifty, there's a whole other set of issues on the table mostly in the form of aging parents or elderly <laughs> loved ones. Uh, also, you come to it with your own set of habits, which die hard. You know, when you're this age, um, you're really set in your way sometimes. And that's that's something that we are five years in, still, you know, learning a- about each other's ways and systems. And it's... Um, you know, we're, we're still, and I also want to say that, and maybe this will come later in the, in the interview, but, um, we both, because we were not married before this our my guess is Robbie's had a lot of sex before me and I had a lot of sex before Robbie. So, um, and again, I think maybe I'll wait for we, till we get to this, the sex part sure. over 50. We're not your average married couple. We're not, uh, we're not. Ex- we're not experiencing great sex for the first time in our lives. But we're you're not also newlyweds, though. We're you're... not coming out of loveless, sexless marriages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had a life mm-hmm. before we met each other. So I think that also kind of 
changes the dynamics of things. So I'm, I'm going to ask a quick question because what you just brought up about the fact that you were both very sexually active as singles before you got together. Now, do you find that when you get together with your friends who are over 50 and have been together a long time, that they're boring? That if you talk about, you know, the great sex that you had the night before, some of the monkey sex that you're doing, some of the fantasies you're exploring, and they're like, what? You know, we, we have sex once a month, maybe once every two months. Do they find you, are you, are they a little jealous to the great sex that you're having? I don't think it. they're jealous of the sex as much as they are with the level of love and happiness that we have, that we experience together, which... <laughs> That is amazing, too. Yes. And yes. And do they ever ask you, uh, what can we do? How do you guys do it? Like, are you little coaches? Uh, We have a good time together. We enjoy being together. We hold hands all the time. I mean, there are things that we do that maybe married couples who've been married for a long time have stopped doing or or just don't do. So there might be some... Uh, envy there. I will say though, when I was single, that's when my married friends would ask me tons of questions because I think that they secretly, vicariously, they were jealous. Yeah, they wanted to live through me. They they just oh to be single. You know that was a mm-hmm. common um, mm-hmm. refrain I would hear mm-hmm. because you- they feel that that's carefree and you can just have sex with anybody you feel like. You're not yeah. obligated. You don't have to come home to a certain family member who maybe is in a yes. bad mood or whatever it might be. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And, and you know, the grass is always greener. Yeah. You know, I'd look at their lives and say, oh, to be married, oh, to have something stable and a man that loves you forever and is in it. And, and no, and then they'd look at my life and think, oh, how exciting. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. that the grass is always greener where you water it. That's right. It needs work. And that's the most important thing, whatever, whether you're single and you have to add the work in there to be and have a wonderful love life or life that you love, or you're married and you have that wonderful life that you love. It just, you just need to water your grass and it's always going to be greener right there. Right. Cool. Splendor. Splendor in the grass. Very, very cool. Splendor in your ass. I I know we talked earlier about our aging bodies, and that is an issue as we get older, as you were complaining. I don't have an issue. Yeah, you don't. Sure, you don't. Your back is just as bad as Trevor's. He just doesn't tell anybody about it. Um, (laughs) However, there is, of course, there's going to be times when we are not feeling as great physically, and we do have to uh, do other things and adjust. But sometimes just going slower and taking more time and maybe adding massage to the sexual experience and using lots of lube. So I'm going to put this one on Robbie again. Why not? Do you feel that you... I think you just want to put yourself on Robbie. Well, maybe. (laughs) Do you feel that you you have to take more time with Treva now? Do you make your sexual experiences or encounters or sex lovemaking times, do you make them longer and slower in now that you're 50? No. (laughs) Quicker and faster. Come on. No, I I think uh, as we are getting to know each other and it... We'll, we'll, we've been together about six years and we'll be married five years next month. Uh, you start to know how to get her off. And that's a, that's a, that's a important thing to know about your, your partner. And, uh, I, I, I feel confident about it and I know it works and she knows what she likes and that's beautiful. And she's, you know, open to telling me if I'm not doing something and, and David, I'm sure that you know when when you were single, you you always got the you always wanted to not get the tap on the head like <laughs> that Ooh. tap on the head. You're not doing. You're not quite there. Uh-huh. Uh, you need something else. And so you. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, Robbie. Unbelievably, I think I, he's like the amazing Kreskin when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> again showing uh, our age. <laughs> uh, because yes. oh God, it, uh, am I? Did I just? I'm dating myself with that reference, but it's true. He's very intimate. He's very, not intimate. He is intimate. He's very intuitive. That's what I'm trying to say. Very intuitive. And, uh, and we, we meld well together. Um, (laughs) are are you, are you a vocal fuck? Like, do you moan? Do you tell him you're like, Oh yeah, suck on my clit, put your fingers in deep. Do you tell him those 
words? I've yeah. heard those words come out of her mouth, um, yes. I, I have to keep it down to a dull roar because are, the, the walls are thin. and We, we are in I, the, <laughs> I'm very conscious of being heard. I mean, too too conscious. I'm always very afraid of... You can of, still whisper it and he'll hear you. His ears are not covered, so whispering those words is fine. Because I, I used to hear my neighbor having sex. Uh-huh. And so if she, I know that if I could hear her, that they could hear us. And so as th- she's no longer living here, but she had some loud... And sex. And she moved I, across town. We still hear her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she lives in downtown LA. Okay. When she's having sex, we, yeah. So, um, was she cute? No, we, like, would you want to have her. sex with her? I hope she's not listening. Um, no. No. Okay. Got it. No. You to think about it. No. Sweet girl. I love her and God bless her. She loved to fuck. So, Big vagina? Gigantic vagina. I don't know if she's <laughs> a gigantic vagina, but. What you can't Where tell. We- oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You guys. Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about all day foreplay. My favorite. Um, we find that, you know, as we're aging, it takes a little bit longer to get things going, to get, you know, Carol wet, to get the arousal going. It even takes a bit longer for me to get hard. So Trevor, what do you like most when it comes to foreplay? And I'm not talking in the moments preceding getting his cock in your pussy, but during the day. And, and what do you like? What gets you turned on? Uh, and obviously, like I said earlier, it takes a little longer as we age. Yes, you do need a longer runway. Uh, and well, you just shaved yours off, that. you told us. Uh, that was the landing strip, oh, not the sorry. runway. <laughs> Two different things. One's for taking off and the other one's for landing. But I'm actually pretty uh, – I, I, I'm on hormone therapy. Let me just say, okay, so it, it does uh, – menopause is really just the most fucked up thing ever because it just makes you cranky and sweaty and not in the mood. And so I did find – oh, and really tired. And for, and for my line of work, I can't afford to be tired. So that's why I finally caved and I got on um, some – hormone therapy and it's helped the libido definitely but i didn't really it, thankfully it's not um the issues aren't down there you know i'm okay down there right lovey am i okay down there don't not the wicked witch of the west <laughs> i'm not that bad okay so uh what was the question uh, <laughs> what, what do you, do like, you for, like for, for foreplay? foreplay 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 okay so as we know i'm a big fan of oral Mm-hmm. And, but do you like uh, giving we, it? Do you, do you when you suck cock? Yeah. Do you do you find that that turns you on? Is is that your type of foreplay? Uh, yes, and I love. And she's great at it. Yeah, thank you. And I I love making him happy, which makes me happy. And we uh, that's I mean we don't really. How would you describe our foreplay? We sort of just get right down to business. I mean, yeah, we, we don't get just right down to yeah, business, but we. But, but do you say, hey, hon, let's go have sex? Do you say, I want to get fucked? What, what do you, how no, do you know it's time? It's whoopee time, you know? That's okay. What, so you say yeah. it? You say, hey, let's go let's do it? Whoop it up. Let's whoop it up. <laughs> okay. Yay. I like that. Let's whoop it up. We have to schedule it the night before, too, because we know that uh, she has to be out by X hour, and so we have to kind of get up and get it going. Okay. So your plan, you, know, you, you have a plan in your head, you know that's going to happen. That's part of the foreplay. That's kind of what we were, we were alluding to is that knowing that you're going to have sex at a certain time, you're already preparing. And when your mind is set, then your body follows. So you start getting lubricated down there just by thinking that I'm going to be having sex soon. And the juices do start flowing. That's part of the foreplay. It is. Yeah. I, and for me, I, you know, I am, I'm very cerebral. And so it happens between the ears first for me. That's... <laughs> I am kind of getting turned on. So that's what I need. Do you talk about it? Do you think about it? Do you express, uh, hey, what are we going to do today? You want to try something new? Do you say things like that? Not too often. Um, we, we, it's there, it's know, kind of unspoken. We, uh, we don't, we just kind of know what we like and we kind of get into it. I, I yeah, This is just probably going to go against every thing about the sexy lifestyle but i'm just gonna say it because it's it's my experience and and i i get back to the the um the reality that we both had you know a life before we got together we were you know sexually active and we had experiences and to me i it's kind of coming at a really wonderful time getting married at this time because we are both sort of slowing down you do you just do 
at this age. And I haven't had really stable, I haven't had a lot of stability in my relationships. So now for the first time, I, there's something different. It's a sexiness that is different than I've ever had. It's a turn on that is not, it's, it's not your typical kind of monkey sex or this, that you would just, you would think of as being, you know, hot and crazy and passionate. For me, I have a man who is, who loves me up and who stabilizes me and makes me feel safe and makes me feel sexy. And, um, to me, that's a turn on. I don't need crazy wild bouncing off the walls, screaming, you know, sex. To me, it's, it's, we have, and I don't sound like your average, typical, maybe over 50 woman. I don't, because I'm not, does that all make sense to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I, I'm getting from you is that you have a very loving relationship and that extends into the sexual play that you have and you're, you're comfortable with it. It sounds to me like whether it's routine or not routine, it makes you feel good. Oh my gosh, yes. It, we are not your typical definition. My definition of hot sex has changed. Mm-hmm. It's not because because before I got married, before I met Robbie, sex was um and it was sort of it was da- not dangerous, that's not the word to use, but I never knew when the other shoe was going to drop. Yeah, risky. I never knew how long it right. It was emotionally dangerous. It was emotionally risky. I never knew am I is this going to last? Uh is this guy for real? Is this love? And so as a result, sex became something not healthy, became something bigger and more important to the relationship than it, than it should have been. With Robbie, it's organic. With Robbie, I let go. With Robbie, I relax. I know that he's here. He's present. He's, uh, we're on the same page. And so this is where my story kind of you know, diverges from uh, the typical woman after 50. Uh, I, I, is, is that true? I don't even know if that is true. I don't know. I don't know. You know, because, I, we, were, we yeah. were talking about all day foreplay. And, you know, Trevor, um, I'm, I'm with you because when I think about Carol and how beautiful she is and I look at her, I get turned on. And, you know, it's her beautiful smile. And that's what gets me through the day. And the fact that I know how much she loves me and what it feels like when she holds me. And I know later in that day we're going to get naked and I'm going to have her whole body touching my body. That's my foreplay. That's my brain because, you know, the brain is the largest sex organ on your body. And it's just so invigorating knowing that you have a person in your life that loves you so much, that's your best friend, and that you can just let go and be who you want, when you want, where you want, um, is what makes me attracted and turned on to Carol all the time. Yes, I, I, I agree with that. This is my idea of exciting sex, is just is just the close, we don't need a lot of bells and whistles because he's enough and he turns me on. Very good. And, very, very and cool. He, and he happens to have mad skills in the sack. So that oh. helps. Thank you, honey. Now I do have to say every once in a while, Carol's like, all right, you want to have sex? Fine. I'll lie here. Fuck me. And let's get on with the day. Oh, that's but, only if I'm not feeling great. Or that's even not, if you're feeling great, but not awake. Well, that too. <laughs> yes. I'm still asleep. He wants to fuck me. Okay, I know you're getting up in five minutes. Just go for it. I'll, I'll deal with it later. I'll go back to sleep. Yeah, that does happen. But we could not have the great sex that we have together if we didn't have that intimate, absolute connection between the two of us. And it's, it's incredible because as swingers, we do have great sex with other people, but because we know we talk about it and we come back home and nobody's a better fuck than Carol is, and that's just having another sex toy in our life, and then we use that when we're fucking together as almost that stimulus, virtual right? porn. Yeah. You know, we were in this and, you know, who's playing with you and what did you see and who sucked your cock? And a lot of times that's what it takes to, to you know, get me over the edge uh, using those visual and, uh, I mean, Carol's a horrible, as an amazing uh, <laughs> dirty <Wow>. talker. 
<laughs> a horrible. He was going to say a horrible, dirty talker, but I know what you mean. <laughs> he has fantasies too. about other brunettes. He like he loves brunettes, right? So whenever we're Sandra Bullock, yeah, whenever we're together, and I say, okay, like who's like sucking your balls right now? And he tells me who's in his mind. He, he comes up with somebody, and um, it's so funny that we work with fantasies to really stimulate and to get it more exciting because you know it's nice that we're all together, but he likes a third person in his brain. Yeah, we're us. we're going to get into fantasies and all that stuff and real sex um, in the next, next segment. But babe, you want to shout out to Lori? Oh yeah, sure. Dr. Lori Batito, she is the author. Well, she's a sexologist and she has uh, a radio show called Passion on CJ 8800. Um, but she's also our neighbor and uh, she's written a book called The Sex Bible for People Over 50. And it's all, it's the complete guide to for sexual love and mature couples. And if anybody's interested in getting that book, it's full of tons of information. It's available on Amazon. I'll just say it again. It's called The Sex Bible for People Over 50. It's a complete guide to sexual love for mature couples, written by Dr. Lori Batito. And we're going to be on her show sometime in oh, May. Yeah, that's coming up. That's right. Absolutely. So this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. I guess it's time for a quick break now. Let's remind everybody that we are talking with um, hosts Trevor and Robbie of Dunbing Single Show here on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. And when we come back, we'll get into myth-busting segment all about sex over 50. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Whether you're new to single life, stuck in dating hell, or coupled up and trying to spice things up, Done Being Single with host Treva and Robbie Sharf is your lifeline to love. From hookups to happily ever after, Done Being Single is dating intervention with practical tools and tips that will take your dating game to the next level. Tune in to Done Being Single, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And be sure to follow Treva and Robbie on Instagram and Twitter at Done Being Single. Single. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're having a real sexy fun and hot conversation with Trevor and Robbie from Done Being Single. They are the hosts of that show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And now it's time for our sexy myth-busting game. Each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths. It helps us filter through some of that misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to the topics relating to sex, sexuality, and relationships. You want me to ask the first myth, honey? You know, we just spoke about this off air between the commercials, so I'm going to ask Go this one. Um, but I don't know, should I ask it to Robbie or Trevor? Let me ask Trevor. So here's the first myth. Men want sex all the time, but women lose interest after they turn 50. Uh, I wish I could do the, my Don, I'll do my Donald Trump impersonation. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the a horror. Myth. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, okay, men probably think about sex all the time. Do they want it? Mm, you know, my guess is that they would they would appreciate having a nap just as much as they would. <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't know. That's my guess. As far as women losing interest after fifty, uh, yes. You know, it's not uh, yeah. hormones. Uh, definitely count for something. Um, feel getting feeling older, maybe less attractive. Um, not as desirable. Do women lose their interest? No. W women want to be cherished. They want to feel desirable. They want to feel, they want to be wanted. Women, I mean, e even though I, uh, okay, I'm 56 and I got to tell you something, I, I'm starting to feel invisible. So mm. I'm getting it. You know, mm. I walked down the street, you know, there was a time when guys would look at me and uh, they still do. That's not so much yeah. anymore. Well. No. Wrong. And women, uh, I Wrong. think, oh, there we go. So there's my answer. Um, no, I think women want it and they, they just need to get it the right way. I do have a question That's, though. Do you think men also feel less attractive as they get older and the pot belly comes and the bald hair and all that stuff? Do you think men feel it or they don't really care? Let me answer Yeah, go ahead. I don't think men care. You're right. See, why should, why are I, we caring, Trevor? Why do we care so much that we're aging? This is the society I, we live in, right? We should not care. We should be like guys and not care. I think we care, but I think that we are also uh, 
accepting of our own bodies quicker than women are of theirs. Right. I agree with you. We should do more of the accepting and less of the caring and worrying. And are we getting, are we still attractive to a partner? Of course we are. We're freaking gorgeous. Come on. Goddesses. Yes. Yeah. I I think that there's a lot of competition too. And you know, that counts for something. But why does there need to be competition? You're in a relationship, you're with your partner and if he says or she says, you're so beautiful, you're so sexy, you are. You, there doesn't have to be a reason or a Not moment a or, or or anything to it. I, I mean, in our relationship, um, sometimes I say that to Carol and I get, yeah, but I'm, or I ate too much or I'm bloated. And if I'm taking the time to make a compliment, just take it. And what does Dr. Nancy say? Thank you for sharing. Yeah, exactly. and just just end it. I'm not looking for anything. I'm just stating the fact that you are beautiful, and you are always absolutely gorgeous and Thank beautiful. You, whether you're dressed up to the nines in your heels or naked and just woken up in the morning, I love you, and I find you sexy all the time. And the fact that I'm horny all the time is because I'm married to the most beautiful, sexy woman in the world. Yay, I got so great. That is, uh, is beautiful. Baby, you're a great. Yeah. So, but I think though. Unfortunately, we live in a society in a world where you're just constantly confronted with beauty and women that are doing whatever they can to make themselves beautiful in their 20s and 30s and 40s. And so for some reason, women feel competitive with what they see because they they know that we are seeing that as men, even though that's not something I am interested in. But it is out there, so we do look, but it's not like I'm comparing them to you in any way. I have no desire to be with that that I see. You know, I want to be with you. So Robbie, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on that because we were just um in at Hedonism too in Jamaica and we were there to do our show um during Young Swingers Week and we don't fit into Young Swingers Week because it's um everybody from twenty five to forty five. And if I tell you there were the most gorgeous girls and guys there, it was probably the, the most beautiful group of naked people 500. we've seen. Five hundred and sixty of them. And I cannot count how many times the women and the guys came up to Carol and complimented her on being so beautiful and could not believe at 56 how fit, healthy, sexy, and hot she was. So these are younger people looking up to us. So, you know, maybe the rest of society who's caught up in all these stereotypes needs to join the world of open-minded people and just appreciate the beauty and sexuality regardless of how old you are. Exactly. Nice. Amen to that. Agreed. Oh, yeah. It's there. It's there for everybody. I mean, you know, this is why God gave us tits. and <laughs> You got it. You I got love it. big tits. Well, and I cannot lie. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to okay. go I'm going to go on to myth number 2 now if that's okay. Here we go. Here's myth number 2. Once you find the right person in your life, you'll be happy and feel comfortable forever. Is that a myth? I don't think that's a myth. Go for it. You think I, that's the truth? I think that is true. Okay. So, I mean, but it's different for everybody, obviously. So, you know. I don't think I don't think anyone can complete you. I think they can enhance you. Okay. I think you're already complete. I think people come complete. Uh, I don't believe that any one person, you know, completes them as if something was missing. Robbie and I, we don't complete each other. I think we enhance each other's lives. And you complement each other. And we complement each other, yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah, absolutely. Especially getting together later on in life because, you know, at 50, you've are pretty much set in your ways and have done this and you know you change you change a little bit but you really don't the fact that you know you you talk about complementing each other and becoming you know a, a better um, team is is so true because I mean Carol and I in certain ways are such opposites and um, whether it be you know I like sports and she likes Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> who knows? But I watch Grey's Anatomy and she comes to my games and she's there with the girls. With you. you do. Yeah. But you come to my baseball games and you have your wine. And, you know, when we get home, we shower together and, you know, you make it work. And um, complimenting each other is, is a great way to describe relationships later on in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go for the next myth here. Old people can't have sex because it's too physically demanding. Ooh, what do you think of that one? No. That's a no. Yeah, 
No. I've so never been in better shape in my life. There you go. But yeah, it's exercise. And it makes you feel young. And you'll get old if you if you think old, you're going to be old, you know? No, sex is, this is, again, it, you're never too old. It's And, and uh, you should never count yourself out. And sometimes I guess you have to make a few adjustments because if there are some positions that you just can't get yourself into, like you said, sometimes you can't put your heels over your shoulders when your back is hurting too much. So then you do something else, right? Mm-hmm develop other skills right. and other appendages. Yes, absolutely. You put your you put your heels over his shoulders. <laughs> no, listen, this is what you got to do. You got to put down your throes of passion blanket. Then you got to take out the lube or the massage oil either way and just start rubbing and touching and flowing and whatever. And then whatever happens, happens. I like um, that plan. Mm-hmm. Let's do it tonight, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing we learned from Dr. Jessica O'Reilly is when you, as you get older, um, if you take some massage oil or some lube, lube's better because it, it flows into the, the fucking after, and you just start massaging Treva's um, whole vulva area, belly and vulva, and just move your hands and your fingers over everything but her pussy and oh, her clit. Oh, I see. And you bring all the blood down to that area, and you engorge the clit and the pussy lips and the, and the vagina and everything down there. It takes a little bit of time, and we were talking about that earlier, but when I take the time, and Carol lets me take the time, because sometimes she's just like, come on, fuck me hard, and let's get it over with. But if I take the time, and tonight we're having a date night, and really get her aroused, I mean, the sex is tremendous. Well, it's and the orgasms are so strong It is, and, and, and you have the biggest squirts yes, ever yes. when we take the time and build that arousal. And slow it down. And slow it down, yeah. absolutely, and use lube. Yeah. That's a great idea, especially for two uh, broken-down old athletes like me <laughs> and Bobby. I just happened to sprain my vulva the other day. Oh. <laughs> I need a sports massage down there. If, well, you sprain, no, if you sprained your vulva, idea. Robbie, did you break your cock? No. Yeah, I have to ask, how did that happen? <laughs> no. Did you have a groin, a groin pull? Is that what you're calling it? He was doing one-arm push-ups with his cock. And, uh, <laughs> I'm he got tendonitis in it, so we're, take, we're treating that as we speak. And you're so, so big. Like you know, the massage idea is a great, it kind of is a great entree, mm-hmm. you know. It just, mm-hmm. it's not like, it just gets you in the mood, and regardless if it leads to anything, right. it wasn't time-wasted. It's beautiful, it's sensual, it's, it's it relaxes you and gets you in touch with your body and I'm all for sensual massage. It's great. I'm, I'm loving when David's on me and he's doing, he sits on my ass and he rubs my back like that. But then I'm there like, don't expect me to do that to you because that's like work. <laughs> I always like, expect <laughs> her to do it and get disappointed. Uh, it's, oh. a jo- it's a joke we have because he gives me great massages and I give him like three minutes. That's all. But you get, great because you give you it's homework. You give me and Robbie homework. I'm, I'm making all these mental notes to, you know, things to do. You're, we have a to-do list. Yes, right? we do. Okay. But I do have to say that Carol says, I really don't want to massage you, but turn over. I'll suck your cock. So, you know, it's, a, it's that happy medium. Darn. We, we no. find a way to make it work. <laughs> or I'll sit on yeah. his cock while I rub his chest. And then he's okay with that. It just works. That's, That's fine, bad. too. Yeah, that could work, too. Works. All right. Last myth, babe. I think this one here. How about... All old men need Viagra to enjoy great sex. Uh, I guess it's for me. Uh, well, it could be for me. So, uh, no, I don't need Viagra. I have uh, nice hard erections. They last well, you're long. Not old. That's what one thing here. I, I put is old. Well, what's the men. definition of old? I don't know. Old. I think the whole point here is that you really need to have a massive hard cock to be able to enjoy sex. There's so many things about sex. That don't but, necessarily... but do you need a massive hard cock to enjoy sex? Not you know, when, it's, it's us in our couple. Great, it's not when you have a great tongue. There's toys. There's lots of things you could do. Do you have to use Viagra? I let, hey, Robbie, what do you think? Okay. So I think that the, the male penis is the center of the id for the man. And if a, a man cannot have an erect penis for whatever reason, he is going to feel less of a man, I think for his, his partner. Agreed. And, and so if there are things that you can do to get an erect penis that helps him emotionally and helps him physically, I am all for it. Uh, I, I've been given Viagra. I have some here. I've never tried it. Mm. 
Honey. I, I've never, you know, I the night luckily is young. I've never <laughs> the night is young. It. <laughs> Absolutely. It, right. But I, I'm also fearful of a four hour hard on that <laughs> Well she's gonna <laughs> take advantage of you or something? Very social. Well I know, I just you know <laughs> I have to wear sweatpants. <laughs> I don't know I can go out. I don't know how that works, but uh so I'm I think uh, I think it's a myth, first of all, that men need Viagra, old men need Viagra to enjoy great sex. But you you know, young men yeah, may I, have those issues as well. So yeah, it's yes. not just an old or young uh label. Yes. Uh some men it's may need it, and it's okay because if they do take it. I am fine with knowing that there's a medication that can actually okay, so right. help you. And I was single until I was 50 years old, and I can tell you that ED is not an old man's situation. Okay, so whatever, man, whatever, you know, helps you out. I don't care what. It's no rules. That's the beauty of being this age. Well, this is, there are no rules to sex. You make of it what you want. As long as you feel safe and uh, you do not put yourself in harm's way. I mean, I'm all for whatever makes you feel good. I've got a very healthy attitude about it. Absolutely. And, uh, you, right? Yep, absolutely. We are with you. Absolutely. So, right. And so, so if you're if you're newly divorced and you're coming out of a, a loveless, sexless marriage, go get laid, man. Go do it. Find and just do it. Feel beautiful again and sexy again, and feel your, your pussy again, and get Have to a know great it. Orgasm. Hello. Yep. Yep. Hello, nice to see you again. I haven't seen you in so many years. Oh my God, that's who you are down there. You see, like Robbie and I, we were we had a very you know active, like I said, sex life. We I have never not been in touch with my pussy. We are we you know we are one. <laughs> We are the world. <laughs> Nip it in the bud. So, but I know a lot of my married friends and recently divorced friends, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm all for whatever's going to make you feel good and beautiful. We're beautiful. here. Absolutely. All right. That's an amazing segue into our next segment. No guys. There's, there's no judgment. That's what I'm trying to say here. Right. Beautiful. Absolutely. We always talk about never judging. So, um, guys, thanks so much for your amazing myth-busting skills. And we know age does have its challenges, but with open and honest communication, you find a way to experience a healthy, satisfying sexual relationship, no matter how old you are. And this segment of The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David is sponsored by the SDC Croatian Cruise. Get ready to experience SDC's famous foam parties, deck parties, and erotic live shows, or simply savor the sexy couples that SDC has to offer. For more information about this trip or any other event, visit the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page. We savored some sexy couples on the SDC Cuban Cruise in December. That mm-hmm. was an amazing trip. All right, let's remind everyone to go to the sexylifestyle.com for real credible information covering all topics related to sex, sexuality, and relationships. Once again, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we've been having a really great show with Trevor and Robbie from Done Being Single, who host their own show on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. And our discussion has been so amazing uh, getting into sex over 50 that we've actually uh, gone past our uh, one-hour slot for each show. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep talking. We're going to create part two and it's going to show up right after this show. It's probably going to be another 30 minutes. There's lots of good things that we're going to talk about because we're going to be getting into our favorite segment, which is Great Sex Matters. So stay tuned and click on part two of Sex Over 50. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. 
You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.